yeah, having my head shoved into the uh, steps of the Ulster Bank in Ranelagh, cold butt of a gun put into the back of your skull. That's a moment where you go, okay, yeah, I think this one's up. How does a high-flying academic become one of Ireland's most prolific bank robbers? What I would see is the most important part of this still lies open. I'm not here to hurt you. A brand new series from the award-winning team behind the Indo Daily. That November day, that's where it all, all begins. Out now, wherever you get your podcasts. On this week's Big Tech Show, when will cars safely drive themselves on our streets? And who in Ireland is providing the technology to help them do that? We talk to one of the country's biggest automotive autonomy entrepreneurs. I have BMW Drive Assist in my own vehicle, and it is much, much safer because we are all prone to distraction, especially when we're on the motorway from Limerick to Dublin, for example. We've all been there where you actually forgot a whole section of the road. So I would say if you take it from a safety perspective, and it does allow you to kind of relax. The Big Tech Show, available on all podcast platforms. This is an Irish independent podcast. Absolutely delighted to be joined from Canada, Mayo's biggest fan, probably the one that got away from County Mayo. It's Kevin Kilban. Kevin, welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's been a bad week, tough week anyway, but... You know, we, we've swallowed many of these many of these weeks in the past, so it's yeah. good. Well, that's exactly why we got you on. Like, did you know that Philly hated Mayo? Like, that's Don't why he said, he said, to make this, sure. Kevin. He's spinning it already here. <laughs> make no, sure we get I, Kevin honestly, on this week. <laughs> I know, I, I can tell, honestly, and the thing is, every time I speak to the Dublin lads, you know, I'd, I'd be friendly enough with one or two of the boys and some of uh, Philly's ex-teammates. They're all great with me. Oh, we love Mayo. They all tell me how great Mayo is. <laughs> Half the team's family's from Mayo, so yeah. you know we 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 produced we produced a great Dublin team, so that's <laughs> that's how it worked, you know. Yeah, like I mean, um, I'm half half uh, Antrim, and there's Kerry blood and there's Mayo blood, so the Dubs can never really say we're pure blood. So we'll give that to the to the country people. We'll say, yeah, you know, I know, I, know, I always remember my my grandfather was from Longford, uh, my from my on my mum's side. And he always used to say, look, you know, the, the dubs know. They, they were going back into the, the 40s and 50s here. You know, he, he, he used to dislike the dubs for that reason. He'd go, they take all our country boys, all our best players, and they're all going up there. They're all going up for jobs, and they're all going up. For, and it's just, it's the way it is, isn't it? You know, yeah. Dublin's the big pull for so many of the kids. Let, let's, let's start with your love for GAA. Where did it start for you? Oh, it's my dad, obviously, my, my father. Uh, my, my, my dad passed away now, um, just the back end of 2015. And um, I, I won't go into the history of Mayo now because I think everyone's well aware of, of the story now. But my, my dad was born in September 1951, um, a week after Mayo won, last won the All-Ireland. <laughs> oh, so he, he, he lived his whole life without ever seeing Mayo win an All-Ireland. So you can imagine oh. how that was in our house growing up. Yeah. Um, especially obviously over the last 10 or 15 years, the way that it's gone. Um, but no, when I was a kid, I mean, we, we were never able to pick up the games, were we, in England when I was growing up? So we'd always have to go to Manchester. Um, I grew up in Preston. So um, my, uh, my, my uncle on my, on my mum's side, say, um, uh, who, who married my auntie, he was he was a Mayo man as well. So him and my dad and my other uncles, we'd always drive over to Manchester for usually for all island semis and finals when whenever Mayo reached them because there's been enough of them over the years, as you well know. <laughs> so that was that was pretty much it. And then when I retired, I was able to 
I was able to get, I, I mean, I lived in Dublin for five or six years as it was, so that it was good for me that I was able to get across back, up, back home to Ackle a lot as well. And I was able to get to Castle Bar, I was able to get to up to Monaghan, obviously to, to Croker a good few times to, to watch a lot of the games. So I used to go to a lot of the games, I used to go to the league games, I used to get to as, as many as I could across the season for probably a four or five year period. So it was great for me when I finished and I retired that I was able to get to, to see more games in person because it wasn't uh, it wasn't really easy for me to do that while I was playing. Kev, let's think about 2012 to 2017, fever pitch, Mayo, Dublin. Mayo were really probably on the cusp, than, the closer than they'll ever be. What yeah. did you think of Philly McMahon when you watched these games? <laughs> oh, an animal, an animal of a man. No, I, I no, genuinely, I mean, I, I knew a little bit of, of Philly's background and I, I read his book and, you know, Philly and I got in contact a good few years ago via social media and things like that. So we've, we've bounced one or two messages back, but uh, back and forth here and there. But um, no, I, I, you can only admire, you can only admire, and, and it's a genuine admiration and everyone, no matter how much we hated Dublin over the years and what they did to Mayo and all the other sides, we had total admiration for for the for the machine that they became, for the talent that they had, and uh, the ways that they found to win games. Because you know, when you when you put yourself up on a pedestal the way that that or the pedestal that Dublin were on for such a long time, they were there to be shot at, and they still found ways to beat teams, no matter how many different tactics were set up in front of them. So. It was incredible to watch that Dublin side. It really was. And I know we were close. We were close on a, on a number of occasions. Probably should have, could have on maybe any given day, should have done a little bit better on uh, maybe a couple of those finals. But it was um, it was certainly great to see a great team. That's that's what I maybe look back at. And that's my memory over the last 10 or 15 years. Yeah. As much as you were a fan of, uh, you know, Mayo and, and GEA in general, Kevin, I'm a big toffee so I, I know. I was a, know. I'm a big Everton fan. Yeah, me, um, my family are all Everton fans. It was bred yeah. into me at a young age. Um, so I was a fan of Kevin. Um, you probably, you know, you've heard the the Zinedine uh, Kilban name mentioned a few times. But uh, I was a big fan of Kevin when he was at he was at Everton. And uh, when we started engaging in social media chatting to each other, I was like. Fantasy stuff. An Everton, an Everton player, you know, yeah, that's yeah. lovely, Debbie. <laughs> it is my club, and that's the way that I view it now. Everton is my club, and it's the first result I look out for, even maybe ahead of Celtic, who I grew up as a Celtic fan, but Everton's my team, yeah. Yeah, I'm the same. Obviously, my dad was a big Celtic yeah. fan, West Belfast connection there, but yeah, Celtic and Everton, like, so even if you look at over my, my dad's and my brother's headstone, it's a Celtic crest and an Everton crest really? and a double one in the middle. <laughs> wow. You know, so, oh, amazing, yeah, amazing. But um, I think I might have the answer to this, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Who was the craziest Everton player you played with? Oh, craziest Everton player. Oh, there was a few few characters in RT. I, I, it, there's probably only one really stick to it. It's Graveson. Graveson oh, was Tommy nuts. Graveson, <laughs> what a player. Graveson, I, and I can tell you now, he was... Well, I mean, you don't play for Real Madrid if you if you're a bad player. Let's be honest. But he, um, it, not many even consider Tommy the player that he was. Um, Tommy was just I I couldn't believe how good he was when I first signed for Everton. Honestly, I was like, who's this guy here? Like he, he was known as a bit of a hard man, Philly. Yeah. Um, but no, he wasn't a hard man at all. He couldn't tackle. He would probably <laughs> shy out of tackles a little bit. He wouldn't necessarily go in where it, where it really hurted. Yeah. It really hurt. Sorry, and it, he had he had cars or lead cars. He would do all that donkey work for him, but he just used to roam the pitch. We we had to let him go on a pitch, just go and do your thing. And it, it was unbelievable, unbelievable player, but mad as a. I mean, 
one of the first time I, I signed for Everton in it would have been the back end of August. It was the first transfer window actually when I the first time the transfer window came in. So um, they had uh, obviously the firework night was over in over in England. So the um, what would that be in? Uh, I'm trying to think of the date now. October no uh, November November fifth obviously. So Tommy Tommy was used to fire. Um, rockets across the training ground out of a out of a, a, a pipe a, a pipe a drain pipe he'd have the rockets on his shoulder like a rocket launcher firing these love it that was, that was one of my first experience with tommy you know he was Brilliant. just he was he was wired a bit differently from the rest of the share amazing amazing <laughs> and obviously a celtic legend as well yeah yeah, yeah. great he was a fabulous player honest to god unbelievable i don't think he probably celtic saw the best of him yeah um but honest to god what a what a player i used what to love the way he passed the ball I'm actually, believe it or not, Kevin, I'm playing soccer at the minute. Playing Are for, you? I'm playing for Tolka Rovers at the really? minute. Yeah, what position are Six, I'm playing in the six. Really? So, but ah, I always been... loved Tommy Gravison, the way he passed the ball. Yeah. Like, he'd be able to pass the ball long distance that you'd probably see another player that'd have to, the ball would come up off the ground a little yeah. bit. He just had this yeah. kind of body shape when he kicked the ball, just stuck to the ground. Yeah. Let's go back to your career. Let's go back to your career. <laughs> yes, that's <laughs> what I want to hear more about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I've had a few head cases, either. but I'm probably the worst <laughs> out of them all. Yeah, well, are, you, are you a tidy six? Are you a Gravison six? Oh, a six or, in, in soccer? Like, oh, so when, when I was 14, I actually... Um, I went over to Nottingham Forest on trials. I read your book. I yeah. read your book when you when you had trials at Forest. Yeah, kid, so yeah. And it was was that a tough decision for you? Did you have a, you a know decision? What? I think you did. Yeah, no. Do you know what happened? Like, so I was playing Gaelic football at the time as well as soccer. But um, Paddy Christie, who who played for Dublin, I was Dublin captain. Uh, he was my coach. So the best thing he ever said to me before I went over to Forest was, "Hope you make it." But if you don't, don't worry. When you come back here, if you ever want to just play Gaelic football, would be and at that stage, like particularly in Dublin, like there was such competition between sports mm. that there would mm. be in sports coaches that would have said, "No, come and play football," and do you want to play? Come on, we play Gaelic, like, you know. And he didn't. He was so smart. Like so, when I came back from Forest, um, there was a couple of clubs here in Ireland looking for me to sign for them. At age 15, 16, once you come back, like, yeah. and they've seen you on trials, a couple of the, the top clubs want to sign you in the in Premier, this was, DDSL. Uh, and Aston Villa actually were in, there was ah. a scout watching me from Aston Villa. My team. Yeah, your team. So, um, <laughs> But then I just, I, do you know what happened was, uh, one of my teammates uh, from Ballymun Kickham's, Davey Bourne, he came into school one day with a full kit out of Adidas gear with, with, it, with Ballymun Kickham's logos on it. And I was like, how, how are you getting looked after so well? Like, <laughs> I'm just after coming back from England on trial. <laughs> and I have to buy my own pair of shorts from the club <laughs> over here. Like, and that's yeah. Paddy Christie for you. So um, did you ever show the uh, the non-Irish players that played with Everton or Preston or any other clubs you were with, the game itself? And did you get reaction from that? From the my brother and I would always get out with the ball and hit it in the street and things like that when we were, when we were young boys. But we were never really able to, to play it to a decent level. And... Both my brother and I were decent athletes, so we would have we would have felt we would have been half decent at the game as it as it was. Um, so that's the thing that we both missed out, and we both probably feel that we would have loved to have played the game, certainly competitive and been able to, as you say, maybe show one or two others the uh, the skill set for it. I could definitely see with the Jets up the up the line, wing yeah. back or, or wing forward. Wing forward oh, yeah. I loved it. Yeah, 100%. there's one or two positions yeah. where you feel as though that you could have done it, you know. <laughs> but um, when you watch the game, but I, again, but we. We played in Liam Miller's um, charity game a few years ago. Do you remember we played uh, in down Cork. in Cork? For, yeah. yeah, down in Corks. 
So they kept. We played in Croker, obviously, for um, under Steve Staunton when we had, when we played the Wales game when they were redeveloping Lansdowne, uh, and the pitch was brought in twenty yards at least either side. So we knew the size on the on on the GA pitch. We knew how big the Gaelic pitch was. Uh, Gaelic pitches were. So when we played for Liam's testimony or Liam's charity game down there. Uh, down in court, we they kept the pitch as wide as uh, as the GEA pitch. They went, we we want to be close to the fans. So anyway, we the pitch is as wide. It was like hundred meters wide. That's the normal size of our the length of our pitch. Yeah. We're like, you know, you know, you, some of the lads. I think like Paul Scholes was playing for Man United, and Scholes was like trying to hit his diagonal balls and things. He couldn't reach. He couldn't reach like the. the he was trying all sorts of trying to hit these passes, and we were like, just keep it short. Don't go hitting these diagonal balls because we've no chance. So we realise how how yeah, big that pitch is incredible. Around that, it's the ground inc- that you boys have to cover, yeah. It's incredible because I get asked a lot, even when I was working the lads with bowls, they were asking, you know, uh, what sort of distance, what's the difference in terms of the physical de- components of the game and demands yeah. of the game. What, what distance would you boys cover in the game? That's interesting. I've never known yeah. that one, actually. So, so because we pay, we play like 70-odd um, minutes, yeah. it was when originally, like, but it, you'd cover, like, for me, as a, as a full-back uh, the highest I would have ever covered was about 10k. Yeah. Right. 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 Now, just to put that in perspective, it's 20 minutes. It's 20 minutes less. It's less. Yeah. yeah. So it's not. So the 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 soccer boys would be going, oh, well, that's we do 12, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, but yeah. we do in less time. But also, if you think about it, if you put a soccer pitch in Crow Park, it's nearly like box to box or around yeah. where the D yeah. is to the opposite D, and you you think about 10k is a hundred laps of that. Yeah. So imagine saying to somebody in 60 minutes, do 100 laps, play football, yeah, have multi-directional yeah. movements yeah. and get hit and all this stuff. It's it's <laughs> it's actually, when you look at it, it's it's an incredible sport that way. Whereas soccer, when I'm playing soccer, it's more structured because of offside. You have a yeah, job yeah. to do structurally. Um, and for you to get high speed running, you'd have to hit over 40 metres. Yeah. You'd have to play where you are playing, Kevin, on the wing, possibly to get your high, yeah, high yeah, speed running yeah. up, you know. Whereas in Gar, because the pitch is so long, no offside, you can get your high speed running up, which is what we would have been measured off. You know, if you go over 5.5 metres per second, everything after that distance-wise is clocked mm. as high speed running. Yeah. And that's really... I'll get, I'll get boring and a bit technical here, but what yeah. was the high, high intensity distance that you would have covered in games as well? Because our, yeah. our, our judge would have been between what at 1 and 2,000. If you were hitting 2,000 or 2K per game, high intensity running, that was considered very, very good. Yeah, we'd be a little bit less. It would have been a very good one. We, depending on, the, we, we would be either 5.5 um, and then that could go up to maybe just under six metres per second to clock the distance yeah. of high speed run. But I would, for me as a full back, I would struggle. Full forward line, full back line would struggle to get high speed running because yeah. of the distance and the, the way we're running. It's just yeah. short, short, sharp. Middle toward players would be over, I'd say, 1,000 metres to 1,500 metres because they're running in the middle of the yeah. pitch, you know? So it depends on position. We used to train, right? And we'd play a match. And the full back line and the full forward line would never hit the numbers the middle toward would hit. Yeah. And Jim Gavin would always say to us, uh, you didn't hit your high speed. And we're like, yeah, we kind of know that because we're playing <laughs> in the same position. Yeah, top it up, off you go. And really? you'd never hit it like, but he'd always, the SNC would always say, yeah, Jim says you have to top it up. But that's like, that's Paddy Andrews' fault, you're marking the dream. <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. And I, honest to God, what, what was very funny was like, I'd run up the pitch and then let's say I was marking Paddy Andrews. Yeah. Paddy Andrews 
would start running a little bit quicker down the pitch. <laughs> and I'm like, what is this fella doing? Like, is he trying to tire me out? And then I figured out he's trying to get his high speed running up on the way back. <laughs> but he'd be wrecked when he got back up into the forward line, you know? So, uh, yeah, that's, that's sports science for you. Yeah. Kevin, before you go, every week we're getting a GA player or a GA fan like yourself to fill out their Breaking Ball Ultimate Team card. It's basically a FIFA card. So we want you to fill out your position. We want you to tell us then your rating out of 100 in these attributes. And we'll just go through them with you. So first of all, the main thing, we've given you 98 out of 100. That's, that's our honest assessment, really, if yeah. Kevin Kilbam was a <laughs> Let's be honest, you are a yeah. Centurion uh, international professional footballer. So uh, yeah. it's probably likely you would be pretty handy at this sport. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll get your average on each individual attribute as we go along. So first off, what? is your position going to be um i'd say i'd have to be on the way i'd say i'd say wing back i think that's where i would be um I'd, I'd love to think of myself as a like you know a corner forward and things like this but i'd be a runner i'd have to be a runner coming from from deeper that's the way that i would have yeah. to play i think the fitness would have been decent for that so yeah, yeah i'd be he has yeah i'd say that yeah he's definitely I, a middle toward player for me yeah I, th I think i think 10 years ago he would have been wing forward but no, yeah. it has to be wing back coming on to the ball wing back like like a jack mccarthy up the pitch oh, up the yeah. wing that's and, and even better a left foot. I wouldn't mind being half decent like him anyway. He's, he's a player. He is a player. Yeah, another wing back. That's what me and you were crying out for, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I think it's a nice start for you. Pace out of a hundred. What are you giving yourself? Uh, maybe 75. 75. 75. Okay. The, the big one. Shooting. Like you're sure. you're left footed, so you're bound to have a bit of a bit of class about you. I, do you know, I, I I was always a great shooter, and I'm not saying a great. I was always a very good shooter when I was a young lad, and. And then all of a sudden, I kind of copped on a little bit that I, I couldn't be getting myself forward a little bit too much. I have to just maybe defend the tuck in the team, do <laughs> do a little bit of everything. So I, I had a decent left foot on me. Uh, again, I'd be 70. I'd say 70, 70. Yeah, somewhere like that. Yeah, you have making. to remember, you're, you're probably doing this in the eyes of you playing football. It's a bit easier to kick the ball over the bar <laughs> with a second option. <laughs> I'd fancy me chances. I'd fancy <laughs> me chances anyway. The one thing I, and, I, and I'll say this now, and I say, I, I vote when I watch you guys from the 45 and I say, you should be better from the 45. That's the way yeah. that I look at it sometimes. I think like, because that would be something that I would be, I'd be very confident of hitting a ball at 45. And I know it's a heavier ball and I know it's a bit different, but I'd be confident of, of banging a ball 45. I know the wind takes into account as well, but I'd be confident of doing that eight times out of 10. I would be, honestly. Passing, Kevin. Passing. Uh, Probably a bit below those levels, 60, 60 then. 60. We have a lot of making up to do to get up to 98 here. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Skill, out of 100. Um, GA now. GA skill. Uh, oh, there's, some, there's some good lads, there's some good players that I've seen, uh, you know, over the years. Uh, your boy Dermot, I used to love watching Dermot. Yeah, Connor, what a player. What, what the player he was. So bad. I'll go 70, 70. 70. I think I think these are going to be your big ones now. We've got defending and we've got physicality. I'd be very I think I'd be good in physicality. I was always strong. I was a strong runner. I was I was, you know, uh, I'd, I'd be able to I'd be able to deal with it physically. Yeah. Give me give me a year a year GAA training and I'd be up there with the boys. Listen, I'll, be, I'll, yeah. I'll I'll get the contract signed for Ballymoon. <laughs> get you over. <laughs> One season with the Moon and you might be like Stephen Cluxon going back to the to the Mayo team <laughs> or the dubs. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what, you, you want me to give you a number? Yeah, I won't accept uh, anything below 90 for this. Alright, well, I'll I say 90 for that one. I'd yeah, very good, very good. I'd, I'd, I'd be okay with that. Defending out of 100 very quickly. 
Oh, I wasn't a great defender. I played left back, but I wasn't a great defender. I, that, that probably would be worst, actually. I'd be 55, 60, somewhere <laughs> ah, like You can that. use your hands. Like, uh, who did who wants to be a defender, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wasn't a great defender. I had to say, I didn't work on it enough as I was a kid, and I was kind of thrown into the position. Go on, 65. I'd, give myself, <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be kind to myself. <laughs> Kevin, that is absolutely brilliant. Thanks very much for joining us all the way from Canada. Thanks very much, Kevin. Thank Thanks, you. guys. Thanks very much. Cheers. Thanks for having me. This is an Irish independent podcast.